0: Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Craig Roberts. He's the host of Northern California's longest-running conservative talk show.
1: He's a man with a message,
0: a conservative with compassion. He's Lifeline's own Craig Roberts.
2: Well, thank you kindly, sir, and good afternoon to you. Great to have you on board. Five minutes after the hour, 5 o'clock, here on your basic Wednesday, midpoint in the week, and as always, delighted to have you join us. Well, on the program today, we're going to kind of You know, once again, sort of peel back the layers of the onion in terms of understanding uh, many of the challenges that we are facing in the San Francisco Bay Area. I mean, after all, this is for nine million of us home. And as you drive to work or read uh, news stories on the Internet or perhaps watch TV, you're undoubtedly aware of the challenges that we've been facing in relationship to the Bay Area economy. We've got one of the highest cost of living anywhere in the entire nation. And then add to it the pain of inflation, some people beginning to lose their jobs, and it becomes oftentimes a lethal mix. Now you say, Craig, what do you mean lethal? Well, think about this time of year the weather starts to turn. I got up this morning. I uh, thought, it's pretty cold in the house. And I looked at the outdoor thermometer. It was 42 degrees outside. You know, that's not many degrees above freezing. And when you think about individuals that perhaps have gone through challenges, maybe they've been dealing with a degree of substance abuse, perhaps something happened in their life where they've lost a job, As a result, they lost their housing. They suddenly find themselves literally on the streets. And if you're on the streets in the San Francisco Bay area during the warmer months, it might be uncomfortable, but it could be survivable. But when we get into the winter months and the weather begins to turn, uh, suddenly it becomes literally life-threatening. In fact, there have been occasions, as we're going to learn from a couple of our special guests in studio tonight, where organizations like the Bay Area Rescue Mission have been asked by authorities to open their doors to as many people as you can possibly squeeze in because the elements are such that it is life-threatening weather. And so I share all of that as a bit of a backdrop in terms of what we want to do tonight. Um, And one of our big goals, of course, as we partnered with the Bay Area Rescue Mission down through the years and again tonight, is to make life a little bit brighter to bring some hope and encouragement to needy families and individuals and to do what we can to help adopt some of these families that are literally living on the edge. We're talking about families that might tonight be sleeping in a van or an automobile. They might be even huddled together in a doorway, doing whatever they can to find some shelter from the elements. We've got a big storm that's going to be rolling in later on next week. And so there's a sense of urgency here in providing for the felt needs and ultimately, of course, focusing on changed lives and the spiritual needs. Joining me now in studio is the chief executive officer and president of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, Bran Begonia. Brandon, it was always good to have you with us. And, you know, for for a lot of families, and I know it's true, you're, you're a family man, you're you got kids at home. We think about this time of the year, and it's about decorating the house, shopping, preparing meals, getting family together, sometimes from far and wide, and and being able to really celebrate our sense of appreciation to the, to the Lord for what we've been given over the course of the last year, and then of course looking forward to the real reason for the season—the birth of our Savior—come Christmas time. But that's not always the case, that, that sense of anticipation this time of year for a lot of families that are hurting.
3: Yeah, and first of all, it's great to be back. We had a great night last night, and you just said it when it's cold out. You know, your kids might say, oh, it's kind of cold. Well, when you're in the business of dealing with families in crisis, when it's cold out, we think, uh-oh. We need to get ready. Are we going to be in inclement weather? Are we going to put more cots out because more people are going to come to us? We're always thinking about what's going to happen, what is going to happen in our community with the weather Or what's happening with any kind of uh, policy changes? How is that going to affect this? Who's going to come? And are we going to be ready to serve
2: the people that the Lord sends to us? Wayne Earl is with us today. And Wayne is a special projects director for the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Wayne, you've bounced around this. You've seen people coming in and out of the Bay Area Rescue Mission for many, many years now. Yes. What's that feeling like in, in terms of looking at, say, a family that, that comes to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission? Maybe dad has lost a job. Mom is unemployed. They've got a couple of kids. They've been kicked out by the landlord. They've been trying to live in their car and get along while dad is attempting to find work. But then, of course, he wants to put a name and an address down on an application. Well, how do you fill out a job application? You got no home
1: working at the Bay Area Rescue Mission, we are surrounded by miracles every day, and people come in so burdened with, you know, just difficulties and the weights of their life and what they've been facing, and then you watch as as the gospel starts working their way in their hearts and their lives, you see people's eyes start lighting up over the days and weeks of their stay in the program or in the shelter, and and, uh, they start uh, achieving their goals. They start uh, reaching out and, and doing things, and you see people come to life again, and it's just so wonderful to be a part of the miracles that God is creating all around us.
2: And it's that power of the changed life yes. that gives people a sense of, of uh, hopefulness. Yes. It restores a sense of dignity, if they ever had one, Yes, and gives them an opportunity to really get a fresh start in life. And, you know, we talked about this last night, Bram, that, you know, when we were kids, we talked about wanting to be a police officer, a fire captain, a doctor, whatever it might be. Nobody said, hey, when I grow up, I want to be homeless. Hey, when I grow up, I want to have no place to live and be hooked on methamphetamine or whatever the substance du jour might be, it really becomes a consequence of the challenges of life, sin nature in mankind, and just life happening, I guess. Yeah, we,
3: we, I think, take the word hope for granted. Hopelessness is really not being able to see a future for yourself, not being able to see beyond today, being in, in scarcity mode, being having that poverty mindset, uh, just in survival mode. And, uh, you know, we have two brand new babies, Craig. They, they're, they're celebrations of life. They're miracles. One's name is Azizra. She's almost two weeks old now. And we have Xaviera, who's six days old. And these little miracles, right, they're moms now. Now that mom doesn't have to worry about where am I going to sleep tonight? Where What am I going to feed my baby? What's going to happen, you know? She can focus on now the future, which is actually the definition of hope, because now you can think about what's going to happen in the future for your child. What can I do to get myself better, to give a better future to my child? And so we really love uh, doing that,
2: bringing hope where there is no hope. There is a sense of urgency. We are just barely two weeks away from Thanksgiving. Hundreds of families have signed up for boxes of hope, hoping to receive a box that will provide them with enough food to get them through several days. And in fact, these boxes of hope are filled with everything that you would prepare for a traditional Thanksgiving meal. And I I guess, Wayne, that would be turkey, vegetables, what else?
1: Turkey, vegetables, potatoes, dessert, uh, yes, uh,
2: rolls or, or bread. Uh, cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce. So yeah, you, gotta have cranberry you gotta have the sauce. The cranberry sauce. It's my favorite part <laughs> I yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And when families come to receive these, I mean, it's got to be an emotional experience because for a lot of them, this is an expenditure. I mean, yes. by the time you're done buying a twenty-pound turkey, even if you get a deal, mm-hmm. there's twenty-five, thirty bucks. Yes. Then you start to add all the other other elements that goes into a traditional family meal for say a family of four or five, which is kind of average. Yes you know, we all know, get out of the grocery store, tell me in two weeks what it's like. You're not going to get out of the grocery store for under $50, 60 80
1: $90. No, not at all. And and uh, you see people light up as they're able to get these things. The, the community that we, we serve, they often have to make the choice, do I buy medication this month or do I buy food, you mm. know? And we have these expectations around these holiday times, you know, where the, where the burden is even greater and they want to provide for their children, they want to make something joyful and memorable. Well, we get to partner with them in making some of that possible.
2: Here's a reality that I want to share with listeners, and I'm going to give a phone number. Um, You're going to meet a number of people that are involved with the Bay Area Rescue Mission whose lives have been changed as they've surrendered to Christ and found a sense of safety and security and stability, in some cases for the very first time. You're also going to hear some people over the course of the next two hours who are, as we speak, on the streets dealing with the day-to-day struggle. They've they've not yet come to the decision that they need to have help, and they are struggling big time. One of the people that we interviewed on the street made a comment, and it kind of set me back on my heels, and that is this. The reality that some people are in life circumstances where perhaps they've come from an abusive household, There has been substance abuse, a sense of responsibility was never modeled before them. And so life on the streets, doing drugs, things of that sort, just in a sense kind of came naturally. But there's a whole other profile of individuals that are out there that were responsible, did go to school, had a job, bought a home or paid the rent. And suddenly something happens. The surprise divorce, the sickness or the on-the-job accident that prevents an individual from being able to work full-time. And these days, applying for things like disability is not an easy thing to do. And even if you're fortunate in doing it, it might take you two years to get there. In the meanwhile, what's your source of income? You can't work, you can't get help. You're on the streets. Many of us, and I will say even myself included, can be a paycheck or one disaster Away from homelessness. Think about that. Uh, your insurance lapse. You're hospitalized. incomes a bill. I know when I had my cancer surgery, this is seven, eight years ago, $135,000. I was fortunate. But a lot of people don't have insurance coverage. And there are limitations to what you can receive when you go to a county hospital. Any of us, including you can be one paycheck or one disaster away from being homeless. So here's what we want to do. Tonight, again, we've got a special opportunity. Thanks to some benefactors who who really love and appreciate the work and ministry of the Bay Area Rescue Mission, they have provided a grant challenge to each of us. This is going to double your giving today, and we really want to do the best we can. On average, about uh, 800 families will sign up for these Boxes of Hope, and what I'd like to do is, in the course of the next half hour, adopt 80 families. Now, to break it down for you, $50 will adopt two needy families and provide parents and kids a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner and about 25 meals um, per family. A $100 gift will adopt four needy families, providing them with up to 100 meals. meals. And a $150 gift will not only provide meals for four needy families, but feed an additional 50 Homeless men and women and children who come directly to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Again, our goal is to adopt 80 families in this next half hour. And it's simple, if 20 listeners right now give a one-time gift of $100, we will adopt all 80 of those needy families. Go to the phone right now, we've got a great group of volunteers, and I understand, I, I have it on good authority that Jordan Michaels has worked one of her long shifts again. She might even answer the phone when you call triple eight three six seven five three two nine. that's 888-367-5329. 800 needy families are asking for our help that need our love. And here's our opportunity to do something special. Make this a little brighter Thanksgiving for them and for their children and demonstrate the love of Jesus Christ. Your gift right now of $100 will adopt four needy families. And again, that will provide each of these families about 25 meals each on average. So that means it's going to take care of their Thanksgiving meal and for several days to come. Would you join us right now? I am appealing to... 20 of our listeners right now to just go to the phone, dial 888-367-5329, that's 888-367-5329, and give your gift in partnership with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. As always, your gift is fully tax deductible, and every dollar you give it, whatever amount that God puts on your heart and your wallet will allow, will be matched dollar for dollar. But we need to respond right now. This is our final broadcast on the air here uh, throughout this evening. And so let's just do everything that we can to make sure that all 800 of these families are adopted. Would you adopt a family or two? Call right now, 888 That's eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. Or you can give your gift also alternately safely and securely online when you go to kfax.com and look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. Again, at kfax.com or right now, let's keep our great group of volunteers busy. Pick up the phone Give that gift right now. Make it a blessed Thanksgiving for a needy family. We've got eighty hurting families that we need to adopt in the next half hour. So can we hear from you? 888-367-5329. That's eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. And together, let's make it a year to really truly be thankful for these families that are hurting you can be the one that demonstrates the power of Christ and what it really is to demonstrate Christ's love without limits. 888-367-5329. Call now. I'm a short order cook by trade, but I wear a brace now, so it's hard for me to get a job. My main means of support right now is cans and bottles that I pick out of garbage
0: cans, dumpsters, and cans that people give me. I did have a tent, but somebody stole it on me, so now I just use whatever blanket I can find to cover up with. They took my tent, my sleeping bag, and everything. Now I'm just roughing it as much as I can. Yeah, it got quite cold last night. That's why I didn't
2: get much sleep, because my feet were so cold they hurt. So I couldn't get comfortable to go to sleep between my feet and my hands. I'm hoping I can survive another day. That's what my future is right now. Wow. Hoping to survive another day. Welcome back. Toll-free, 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. Tonight on the program, we're back in studio with Brent Begonia. He, of course, is the CEO of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And we've set up a goal here in this half hour to adopt 80 needy families. That's roughly 20 listeners right now who would give $100 each. Now, with that gift, that will adopt four needy families That means you're going to provide parents and kids a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner, on average about 25 meals per family. So that'll be a blessing for several days for them and the opportunity to be able to share the love of Christ. So many of these families are in circumstances and situations that are simply beyond their control. We just heard that gentleman. He is a short order cook by trade, had an accident, now is wearing a brace. As a result, he can't work. Because he can't work, he can't pay his rent, so he's on the streets and he's getting by by collecting bottles and cans and recycling. Wow. And this brand really goes to the heart of the reality that, you know, I think oftentimes folks have a concept as to the profile of who a homeless person is or why they happen to be homeless, but I would imagine of, of the thousands of people that the Bay Area Rescue Mission ministers to every year, those that are involved in the full-time program, the men's program, the women's family program, uh, those that come through for a short-term, long-term shelter, things of that sort, and even the families that come and receive food, take advantage of the pantry, or of course receive these boxes of hope during Thanksgiving, that a lot of the stories, there's not people that just lay Crazy, don't care don't want to work hard don't want to put in the effort but people that have really gone through genuine hurt genuine crises and feel as if like the man we just heard from that they've got no one that they can turn to
3: yeah these are when we talk about numbers and, and the stats really are just numbers but 60,000 bed nights of shelter providing over 1.6 million meals we cannot do that by ourselves we cannot we are we have a staff of 50 people and why I'm excited about this Thanksgiving, Craig, is it shows how everyone works together, right? We have a board that supports the work that we have, and there there are spokespeople in the community. We have amazing staff members who could be doing other things, getting paid more somewhere else, but their passion is taking care of people and just loving on people, right? And so we have partner churches and volunteers who have, have been waiting to pass out turkeys on November 21st, right? They're They're ready to... Uh, just just partner with us, churches who've been waiting to get involved, people have been just wanting, again, to serve in this way. And so all these things happen just because people come together. We could not do it by ourselves.
2: It'd be impossible. It's teamwork, absolutely. It's teamwork. And I've been down to the rescue mission and watched what goes on in the kitchen and you got you know guys in there that are cleaning the vegetables and preparing the meals and doing the cooking and plating the food and serving the food. And all of that kind of teamwork is so critically important. But it's teamwork from start to finish, and part of the teamwork is the component of providing the resources to make all of this possible. And I just want to say, for longtime listeners to this program, and I know there's got to be one or two of you out there that have hung through this agony of listening to me <laughs> for 35 years. Uh, you know that we do a lot in terms of world missions and encouraging folks to give, but I will say, hand to God, in all sincerity, one of the most important efforts that we engage in, in the entire Year is standing with the Bay Area Rescue Mission because this, this is real hope for real hurting people that are really needy right here at home. If you drive by the homeless on your way to work, taking the kids to school, on your way to church, whatever it might be, and you think to yourself, I wish somebody would do something about this. We need to find a politician. No, we don't need to find a politician. This is not a answer that government is capable of providing. This is an answer that only we as the church can do it. Yes, there are soup kitchens that are out there and organizations that will provide meals. But few of them. Provide life-changing hope as the Bay Area Rescue Mission does because that, that special component, that secret sauce, if you will, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you believe that's true, that Christ has the power to change lives and go from the old ways and the old man to a whole new creation, would you stand tonight with the Bay Area Rescue Mission? We want to adopt... 80 needy families. That means I need 20 listeners right now in the next few minutes to just pick up the phone, call 888-367-5329, and give a gift of $100. We can do that. It'll take roughly 20 listeners giving $100 each with the matching grant, doubling your gift, to provide and adopt for 80 needy families. This means 80 families will receive a box of hope that contains a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner. There's enough food in each box to serve on average about 25 meals total, which will be a tremendous blessing to a family if they don't have to worry where the next meal is coming from from several days. And, of course, every box is given with a prayer and an opportunity to minister and share with these families the hope of Jesus Christ. But we can't do it alone. As Bram said, this is teamwork at every level. And you are one of the most important aspects of this team. So would you go to the phone right now? Maybe you've given to other causes throughout the year. You've been involved in other gifts and charities. But here is a chance for us to do something real and tangible right now, right here at home in the San Francisco Bay Area. Can't do it without you. So let's hear from you now. Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover. You can also give your gift via check or money order if you prefer. And if you say, Craig, I'd like to give $100. The thing's a little tight. Can I split that in half? Yeah. You let the operator know when you call. Say, I'd like to give $50 this month and in 30 days, charge my credit card again another $50. You can do that too. Call 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. in with the call center and we've got uh, Jordan Michaels over there doing a great job. We'll get an update from her in terms of where we are and reaching our goal of adopting 80 needy families but meanwhile we want to meet a guest. We've got in studio with us today Jeff. Jeff welcome. How you doing? I'm doing good. Great to have you with us tonight and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and most importantly what was going on in your life Jeff when you first came to the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission?
4: Well before I before I came to the rescue mission um, I had no hope no purpose I was lost drugs and alcohol homeless and just running around like I had no sense one day I've been I know God one day I cried out to him said Lord I need your help I'm tired of being homeless I'm tired of um, suffering I'm tired of eating out of garbage can I'm tired of stealing I'm tired of just just tired and so December 17th uh, 2022 I knocked on the Baird mission door and say I need a bed. I am so grateful for the Bear Rescue Mission. I thank I thank God for the staff. There is so much love there. There's so much support there. My life has not been the same since I've been there. Today I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. Today, of the res- because of the rescue mission, I have hope. I have a purpose. And God has done so much when I just really rely on him. Today, I can love today. I can love myself. I can love my family. I have not a, a hatred in my bone. All because of the rescue mission in God. And all the staff there, I have mentors. I have a good support group. Um John Lee, Pastor Moo, Pastor Dave. Um I work in the culinary. Chris Dykes. Now let me share this. Um I it's a it's a joy for me to serve. Because why? I was um came to the bear Rescue I lived in the shelter. And what and I when I catch the window, I was hungry and they fed me. But now today, I'm on the other side of the window, mm-hmm. and I get a joy and a pleasure just to see and a, and a smile, just to see, just to feed them. And I say, man, things are going to get better. This rescue mission is the place for anyone that that anyone that is hopeless. Um, it is life changing. And what I say to the newcomers when they come in,
2: just trust God. Jeff, and I want to say for listeners, Bram, some folks will say, well, these are canned testimonies. No, they're not. Uh, Jeff and I met for maybe five minutes (laughs) with a whole group to (laughs) say hello about 10 minutes ago. And we invited him to step in studio. And that's not rehearsed. He's got no notes in front of him. That is strictly from his heart.
3: I've been I've been on the other side because I eat at the Rescue Mission as well, right? Those are our free 99 benefits for staff members, right? <laughs> you can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner as a staff member at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. So if you're looking for a job, hey, here's a plug. Come and see us, free meals. But um, I've been on the other side of that window when Jeffrey's serving, mm-hmm. right? And all you see is a smile. Now, uh, I'm, I drove over here with him. It was just him and I in the carpool and, you know, Other than him being a Raiders fan, he's a great guy. (laughs) You you understand what I'm saying? Like, this guy is genuine. And when he's talking about having no hope before, we had talked a lot about what happened in the past, what he's going through now, but what he's looking towards in the future. Is what's so exciting
2: to him. And you see that sense of enthusiasm of just talking about it. One time I was on the other side of the line, meaning I was on the receiving end Mm -hmm. of the food line as you're going through. Now he's on the serving side. He's enrolled in the culinary Mm -hmm. arts program. And he's gone from a life that had no hope and no purpose to being hopeful and purpose-filled. And, you know, I want you to share something real quick here, and then I'm going to give a phone number out. Jeff, you mentioned something at the get-go that, During your time on the streets, you had been stealing to survive? Yes. And eating out of trash cans? Yes. Yes. People hear that and say, that can't be true. It's true. So you go like behind maybe a restaurant and food that had been...
4: Kentucky Fried Chicken, Burger King... They
2: throw a lot of food away. Sure. So at the end of the day, whatever they don't serve, they yes. can't keep, they can't reheat. So they throw it away and you go and retrieve it out of the trash can to mm-hmm. survive. Yes. Did you did you hear that? Going behind fast food restaurants at the close of business at the end of the day, 10, 11 o'clock at night, and retrieving discarded food from a dumpster to be able to eat survive let that sink in for a moment and that's not unique to Jeff that's the shared experience of thousands of people 35,000 homeless people Mm -hmm. estimates are Bram in the Bay Area and I was shocked I was going over some old notes the other day and found some notes from 2018 five years ago you know, five years ago, the number was almost half that.
3: And they say 35,000, Craig. And that's an official point in time count. That's when you gather all of the volunteers from all the different organizations, and we all count together. What about the people that don't want to be counted, mm-hmm. who are in their tents, right, who see the people counting and go, I'm not part yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, I, if they find out I'm homeless here, I'm gonna. they're going to take my children away, this and that. So everyone knows when you're working, Uh, with unsheltered folks, and you're doing that point-in-time count, that that count is very undercounted,
2: underrepresented, and every social service organization knows that. It's almost a loose estimate, which means the problem is more severe than that. That's correct. So here's what I want to say to you. Uh, Jeff's story is real. Not only the story of his pain and his struggles, not only the story of having to eat out of dumpsters to survive, but more importantly, his story of an encounter with Jesus Christ the power of a changed life, going from being hopeless to hope-filled, having no purpose in life, to now having a purpose-filled life. It's because the Bay Area Rescue Mission is there. And oftentimes, the first thing that opens the door is a meal. Am I right, Jeff? Yes. Yes. So the gift you give tonight can be the opening of a whole new life experience. For somebody like Jeff. But we need your help. And I'll be honest with you. I just want to encourage you to go to the phone right now. We're going to get an update in a few minutes from the call center. But our goal is to adopt 80 families within the half hour. And time is ticking. That means we need 20 listeners who would just be willing to give a one-time $100 gift. That $100 gift with this grant challenge, which doubles your giving, which means you give a dollar and a group of benefactors that have come together and said, Craig, Bram, for every dollar you can raise tonight on KFAX, we will donate and match that dollar for dollar. So that means if you give a $100 gift tonight, you will be able to adopt not one, not two, not but four needy families. That's going to provide parents and kids not only that complete traditional thanksgiving dinner to enjoy for themselves but about 25 meals in each of those boxes which means it's going to be a blessing for a family for several days but we can only do it with your partnership if your heart was touched by what you heard Jeff just share about what God has done in his life, would you go to the phone and make as generous a contribution as you can? Now I know as I give the phone number out that there are some people that say, Craig, I can't afford I can't afford a hundred dollars. That's just the truth. You know, gas is up and cost of living is up. We just can't do it. Can I send ten dollars in? Absolutely. Cause that ten dollars is gonna be matched and will be doubled to twenty dollars. And some of you listening right now, you're in a position to write a sizable check. You could give a gift to tonight of say a thousand dollars that could adopt 40 needy families can i challenge you to go to the phone don't do it just because you get a tax write-off don't do it simply because you're going to double the impact of your money though you will in both cases do it because you love christ and you want to be part of the solution not just sit back and say somebody needs to fix the problem but rather to be actively part of the solution Let's hear from you right now at 888-367-5329. That's 888-367-5329. 5329 is Thanksgiving. Brian McGoney is with us in studio from the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Great group of volunteers that are involved in the program. We're going to hear more changed life stories from people like Jeff. But right now, for people like Jeff, would you go to the phone and say, You know what, brother? You're a human being for whom Christ died. You're created in Jesus' image. You deserve better than this. Somebody ought to care enough to say, don't let people find food in a dumpster to survive. Be a blessing tonight, would you? Do it because you're in love with Jesus. 888 367 Again, any major credit card? Volunteer that you speak to will take down your information in just a couple of minutes, and your gift will be on its way. We want to make sure that as many families have signed up to receive these boxes of hope this Thanksgiving will receive them. But as Bram said earlier, it's a partnership. And that means it takes you and me, the Bay Area Rescue Mission, the volunteers that will come to assemble the food boxes and distribute them leading up to Thanksgiving. It is true partnership. Now, would you do your part? Triple eight three six seven five three two nine. That's eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. I've got two phone lines that are open right now with two KFax listeners right now. Just say, Craig, you know what? I want to do it. I want to be a blessing to Jeff and everybody out there like him. Yeah, count me in. 888-367-5329-5329. If it's more convenient, go to KFAX.com on your computer or your cell phone. Click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of the home page. Again, at KFAX.com, or better yet, easier still, call right now, 888-367-5329. Do it for Jesus. Do it for all the other guys out there like Jeff. 888-367-5329.
4: About eight years ago, my wife got very sick, and she um, ended up being bedridden for two years. And then six years ago, uh, actually January 27th it would be six years. She passed, and um, she, she died on a Friday morning. And by Saturday, I, I was by Saturday evening I was evicted. They got me out of the hospital. I, I wish I really miss pay, I missed paying my bills. Believe it or not, that was something I we enjoyed doing together. I really miss paying my kind of bill. Sorry, i do not a problem. I'm not a deadbeat. You know, I just couldn't do it. And now they leave you out here, and you're stuck, and you can't get up, and it won't get you up. And as soon as you sit down on the ground, they look at you different. I've, um, a lot of a lot of my patronage guys who give me money for coming to the bar over here. And a few of them have sat down next to me, and they're like, people look at you different when you sit down here. So said, yeah, i am you.
2: Wow. So he catch that. The wife had been diagnosed with terminal illness. She passed away, and the day after she died, the landlord said, okay, here's an eviction notice. going to rent it to somebody else. He finds himself heartbroken, on the street, and the pain. He's not a bum. He enjoys paying bills, but he's been through such a traumatic life experience that the entire bottom of his world just fell out. That's a lot of what these families are dealing with. Life happens to all of us. We're here tonight because we want to make it a little bit brighter for a hurting family. Your gift in partnering with the Bay Area Rescue Mission will make sure that a needy family this Thanksgiving that is struggling between paying the electric light bill, putting food on the table, taking care of clothes for the kids and things of this sort, that they won't have to go without at Thanksgiving, that they can really give a lesson, a life lesson to their kids to say we're thankful for the blessing we have of this meal. That can happen when we all partner together and stand with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Thanks to the Grant Challenge, which doubles your giving today, $50 will adopt two needy families and provide parents and kids a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner for up to about 25 meals per family. And a gift tonight of $100 will allow you to adopt four needy families, providing about 100 meals to all- the toll-free number to call, 888 That's eight 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 Let's hear from you right now. If you haven't called yet, we've got just about an hour and ten minutes to go in tonight's program. We want to take advantage of this opportunity, of the grant challenge, which doubles your giving today. But you need to call today at 888-367-5329. That's 888 five three two nine let's head on over to the call center also known as our conference room <laughs> down the hall and uh, in charge of the whole operation there and a cast of thousands too many of to, to mention is Jordan Michael oh, Jordan good boy. evening
5: I, I'm not the control person at all now I'm just sitting is such a privilege to be here with these wonderful uh, volunteers from the mission I just ah uh, It's just such a privilege for me. I I just tell you, I feel like I walk into a a room and, and just actually visually see miracles happening right in front of me. These are people whose lives are being transformed right in front of me. It's just amazing, and I just... James' testimony was just amazing and I, I, my heart just went out to him so much And or actually Jeffrey's, I guess it was Jeffrey's testimony and uh, I was just thinking he was talking about being hopeless and you know, you can live what is it, 40 or so days without food 3 or so days without water but only a moment without hope you gotta have hope And that's what the Bay Area Rescue Mission does, friends. It brings hope into lives. It's just such a powerful organization. And that's why I love it when they are here. It's just such a a blessing for me personally when they are here with us. And, And Brown was talking about teamwork. It really does take a village. It takes a village to everyone helping everyone. You know, we're not here (laughs) very long on this earth. I mean, many of us have more days behind us than we do before us. And we want to do all we can, all the good we can, by all the means we can, in all the ways we can, in all the places we can, at all the times we can, to all the people we can, as long as we ever can. And that's what we want to do, do good to people. My dad told me a long time ago, honey, the only time it's okay to look down on someone is when you're helping them up. And that's what we do at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. I just put myself in there, too. So, But that's what we do at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And our listeners are responding, and we are so grateful. And I am going to give the number, and I'm going to give it number slowly, Craig. Is that okay?
2: Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you certainly know how to give it slower than anybody, certainly slower <laughs> <do>. than me.
5: <laughs> well, it is 5329 so get out your pen and write this down 888367 five, three, two, nine. You can bring that hope. I want to tell you, can I give you an update real quick? Yes, if you What's will, happening? Okay. Absolutely. So, we ha- heard from San Carlos Lavette. Uh, her gift of $100. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And let me just remind you, everything you give is doubled. And we have an anonymous here from Fremont, $400. Thank you, thank you for that. And we have Jennifer is giving a gift by I check. She's going to send it in for $300. Um, We have Lisa from San Jose, $25. And Lisa, let me just tell you, that gift is going to be doubled just like all of these are. And we have another one, Marshall from San Leandro, $100. Thank you for that. We have uh, Tasha from Antioch60 dollars thank you Tasha for that we have Sean from Livermore 200 dollars thank you for that Sean uh, Larry of Pittsburgh 30 dollars thank you for that Larry and John of Sunnyvale 50 dollars from from John as well so thank you thank you listeners let me give you the number that's our volunteers clapping yay <laughs> so the number again triple 888- eight. 367-5329.
2: Triple Eight 367-5329. We've got an hour and seven minutes to go in the broadcast tonight. And with the clock ticking, we want to reset and adopt another 80 families in this next half hour. And it's real simple. If 20 listeners right now would just pull off the side of the road, take out your cell phone and dial eight 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 three six seven. 367 5329 and give a gift of $100 or if 40 of you gave a gift of $50 we could adopt another 80 needy families. 80 hurting families that we're going to make Thanksgiving a little brighter for this year. They're going to get this box of hope that's filled with a traditional Thanksgiving dinner and all the trimmings. On average a box will provide about 25 meals per family but we need to hear from you now so we can reach this new goal. 888 Three two nine. That's 888-367-5329. Remember, you can give a gift via check. You can certainly give your gift on a credit card at 888-367-5329 by using your Visa, your MasterCard, American Express, or Discover. But let's hear from you tonight. Right now, well, we have the advantage of this special grant challenge, which doubles your giving today. But we've only got now an hour and six minutes to go on the broadcast So we just need an outpouring of love from the entire San Francisco Bay Area. If you've heard about this, thought about giving, thought, yeah, I'm going to do it. I just, you know, I just need a moment. I'm going to do it. Now is the time to do it. Before we wrap up the broadcast tonight in an hour and five minutes now, let's take advantage of that grant challenge, which will double the impact of your giving. Even if you give five bucks, it becomes ten dollars. That's going to provide five meals to a hurting individual. 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Now, the phones have kind of gotten quiet, so let's get you out there and make that call right now. 888-367-5329. That's eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. 367 5329 And let's stand with hurting individuals and needy families right here at home in the Bay Area and make it a brighter Thanksgiving for all of them. Triple eight three We'll check back in with Jordan Michaels in the call center a little bit later on. Right now, though... We have joining us in studio tonight, Sheila. Sheila, welcome. Thank you. Good to have you with us today. You're all bundled up. (laughs) You're ready for the cold. (laughs) So, Sheila, tell me a little bit about your life and what was going on when you first came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission.
6: Well, I was sleeping out in the streets. It was cold and raining. And to stay warm, I would get on the bus or at night or catch the Bart. And one particular night, I was on the bus just minding my own business, trying to stay warm. And so a stranger just came up to me and stabbed me eight times and turned around and walked off the bus.
2: So you had gotten on the bus to basically just ride all night. Yep, it's, just, it's a, just it's a, a warm yep, place to be. Yep,
6: and it was stormy raining. So I was just trying to be warm and be dry.
2: So you're there on the bus just minding your own minding business? Minding my own business. And a total stranger. Didn't try to rob you or anything? No. Nope,
6: he just came from out of nowhere. put his Came up to me, put his head, put my head against his stomach, and he just started stabbing me for no reason at oh my all. Oh,
2: God. So you obviously cried out and the bus driver called for Well, police. yeah,
6: because I had to walk up to the bus driver to show the bus driver that I was attacked. All the people that was on the bus, no one helped
2: me. Wow. It's a miracle you survived. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. From that experience, um, Bay Area Rescue Mission has been a godsend for you, hasn't it? Yes. See, this is the start of the story. Is this on? This is the part of the story that people don't understand, Mm -hmm. that it's just not, well, they're sleeping on the streets, but, you know, if they find a little shelter, everything will be okay. I would imagine, the 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 vast majority of at-risk individuals are women and children Mm -hmm. that are on the streets, defenseless, homeless, and then taken advantage of either victims of rape... Or in the case of Sheila, a brutal, violent attack. It's a miracle she's here.
3: Yeah, and and the numbers are staggering. It's not just Sheila and a few others that are staying on the bus, going up and down, just trying to get some rest on the bus. You got people on the BART, right? There's people pushing carts just to stay awake through the night, up and down streets, up and down streets so that they're safe. And we always talk about how women and children are the most vulnerable population, yet there are not a lot of places that will take women and children. And that's why we're so thankful we have the new Center for Women and Children, and we can take in so many women and children. And keep the families together. And keep the families together. And keep them safe. And I've shared before that when you stay there, and I've, I've shared with you that I've stayed there recently, it's so peaceful. When we talk about us being a sanctuary, a safe haven, a beacon on a hill, Those sound very cliche, but those are true. People, when they're in hurting and dark times, see the Bay Area Rescue Mission like That is the lighthouse in our community. That's where I need to get to, right,
2: to be safe. So, listener, you you really, I mean, I'm a bit at loss for words, Sheila, in hearing your story. I think that oftentimes... People that are fortunate, that have good jobs, a little money in the bank, a roof over their head. Yeah, they have struggles, too. We all go through problems in life, right? But for the most part, when you turn out the lights at night, you're not worried about, am I going to freeze to death? Or is somebody going to violently come and attack me? And it's bad enough to be homeless when the weather is good and you're a guy and you can defend yourself go sleep on a park bench, get through the night. But when you're a woman, the vulnerability factor just increases so exponentially. You came close to losing your life that night.
6: Yes, sir, I did. And I was a survivor because another lady also got attacked the same night, and she died from her injuries from the same person that attacked me.
2: Eight times you were stabbed. Yes, sir. Hospitalized. Yes, sir. When you got released from the hospital, what happened?
6: Um, they asked me where I wanted to go. I told them the Bay Area Rescue Mission because I felt safe.
2: I, I don't know what to add to that, except to ask the question, why haven't you picked up the phone yet? I mean... There are hundreds, thousands of women on the streets tonight, and some of them going around with kids because they've had an abusive marriage relationship or abusive partner that is emotionally and physically abusive. So in order to try to get out of that circumstance and sometimes spare the kids, maybe there's a guy that's dealing with alcohol addiction, other drug addictions, and he just goes crazy. So the mother to protect the kids will leave. she feels driven out. If she has no place to go, no family or maybe family says, "Hey, we don't want to deal with this too much. We got a house full of people. we can't'm sorry, we can't help you. They wind up on the streets. And I bet there's a lot of stories of women like Sheila that suffer an attack like that, and they don't even get a footnote in the news. They're just another statistic in the coroner's office. And that's it. You're
3: thinking that uh, when we have women and children, the streets are are very tough and rough education, right? You're thinking, I I can get through the night. I'm just going to sleep in my car. My car must be safe. Until something happens, you realize your car is nothing. I'm going to be in this tent, this tent underneath this overpass or never, is going to be safe. Until something happens, you realize that was nothing, right? You really have to have a community, a safe haven like the Bay Area Rescue Mission to turn to where staff are trained, have been there, have lived experience, can relate, can talk to you and help you go to the next
2: step, right? There was a story I remember reading last year when we hit in the, the really bad weather late, late December, early January and uh, a woman with a couple of kids sleeping in their car to stay warm, run the engine, keep the heater on. Mm-hmm. Did not realize that the vehicle had a problem with the exhaust system. is was with leaking carbon dioxide into or monoxide into the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It was warm. They fell asleep. They never woke up. They all Died from carbon monoxide poisoning and they were not even aware of it. Mm-hmm. Something as innocent as you say. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll lock my doors. I'll go and park in an area where there's nobody showing up. They, if they try to bang on a door, I can always start the engine and drive off. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's too cold for the kids, so let me run the engine to keep the car warm inside. Not realizing that when you're driving, the exhaust, the the wind is carrying the exhaust away, but when you're stationary, it's creeping up from a leaking engine compartment. And a woman and kids died. There's no excuse for that. And folks, you know, we strip it all away. It's about one thing, relationships. Our relationship with God on the vertical and our relationship with each other on the horizontal plane. There are women out there right now at 6.04 on a Wednesday night trying to figure out as it's getting dark where they're going to sleep for tonight or how they're going to stay warm and maybe thinking like Sheila, I just hop on a bus here and just ride around on AC Transit all night, get on Muni, on drive all night, ride all night. Not knowing that there might be somebody lurking that perhaps is strung out on drugs dealing with a mental illness or just a violent individual could take somebody's life. Sheila, you were stabbed eight times. You were hospitalized. Yes. And I imagine it's a miracle that you're alive. It is. It is. So do you want to do something to help Sheila and other Sheilas out there that are right now facing that same kind of threat because they've got no place to go? Keeping the doors of the Bay Area Rescue Mission open is so critically important. But it can only be done with your help. 888 5329 Bram, I know that you mentioned earlier it's all about partnership. It's important, I think, for listeners to understand that the Bay Area Rescue Mission, because the power of the gospel to change lives, is the central component to absolutely everything the Bay Area Rescue Mission does. That government foundational grants are not available to you. Not without having to jump through a lot of hoops. Deal with a lot of red tape. And oh, by the way, you can't be talking any of that Jesus stuff. So to water down the program would make it of no effect. So the Bay Area Rescue Mission has made the bold decision to say we will not compromise. But because of it, that means that caring, loving people who name Jesus as Lord and Savior need to step up to the plate. We need to play our part, do our role. Do I know Sheila? No. Am I related to Sheila? No. Am I responsible, Sheila? I don't know. Am I brother and sister's keeper? Am I? Mm-hmm. I think Jesus would argue, absolutely yes.
3: Yeah, We are, again, we had the privilege a few weeks ago to spend time with uh, police chief Visa French. And she used to be a parole officer. Now she's she's a police chief in in Richmond. And when she was on parole, uh, uh when uh, sorry, when she was uh, on patrol as a young officer, she knew to bring people to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Why? Wow. Right? How did Sheila know to come to the Bay Area Rescue Mission? How do uh, Department of Justice, uh, the attorneys and defense attorneys and so forth know? That instead of serving 90 days, you can send somebody to the Bay Area Rescue Mission to serve their time. Because that's a better alternative, right? Why does Child Protective Services, Child Family Services trust us to reunite women and children in our program? It's because they see success. They know. They've been on tours. It's not like they're guessing. They understand our program. They've seen what we do there. And they understand that we totally believe in a holistic ministry, mind, body, and
2: spirit. And there's a track record of changed lives that that nearly reaches 60 years ago. That's right.
3: And so they see that, they trust it, and they send people to us. And we take that seriously. We don't just think it's officers, you know, dropping off people in front of what we every single person that comes to us we believe is given to us by the lord is a precious gift and our team says that's that's the person we're waiting our we're only here for one purpose to be here for sheila
2: 888 sheila darling i'm so sorry that happened to you thank you i'm so sorry that you had to go through that experience There are people all over the Bay Area listening to your voice right now that are maybe as stunned and shocked as I am to hear that you had to deal with that kind of experience. Riding on a bus just trying to stay warm because you're homeless and being the victim of a brutal attack, stabbed eight times unto death, a miracle that you survived. But by God's grace, here you are. Yes. And when you were released from the hospital... You came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission because you knew there was a place where you could find shelter, find people that would not only look after you, but would protect you. For those listening on our conversation right now that have not gone to the phone, have not given a gift, have not supported yet, what is the message that you'd like to share with them tonight?
6: Please help. We need your donations so that way it won't be other victims like me.
2: Mm -hmm. please help short words Sheila but very poignant and I hope that that touched your heart and enough so that it will motivate you to go to the phone and do something please help so that there won't have to be other victims like Sheila please help so that there will not be other families that will be going to sleep with kids hungry or parents trying to describe or explain to their kids that while all the other kids are excited about Thanksgiving, you're not going to be able to do anything special because mommy and daddy don't have the money. 888 this is your chance right now. We've got 50 minutes, five zero, 50 minutes to go in the hour take advantage of this special grant challenge which doubles your giving today a gift of 50 dollars right now will help adopt two needy families and provide parents and kids a complete traditional thanksgiving dinner for up to 25 meals on average per family a gift of 100 dollars with this special grant challenge doubles your giving that means four needy families will be receiving meals And if you can give a gift of $150 tonight, that'll not only provide meals for four needy families, but feed an additional 50 homeless men and women and children directly at the Bay Area Rescue Mission. We want to adopt 80 families in this half hour, but we can't do it without your help. Your tax-deductible gift is double-matched tonight, providing so much more than food, shelter, and toys. It shows Christ's love without limits and introduces hurting individuals and needy families to the hope of the gospel and gives a place for a woman like Sheila where they can feel safe and feel loved and get back on their feet. But we can't do it without you. Would you go to the phone and give us a gift that you can muster, whether it's $5, $10, or $5,000? We need to hear from you right now. 888-367-5329. That's 888-888. 3675329 or safely and securely online. Go to kfax.com and look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage, right here from KFAX, San Francisco.
7: Most people go homeless because of the fact same family situations, circumstances in jail, all kinds of stuff leads you to homelessness. Yeah, but nobody's ever really never safe. It's always a step away you know something from being homeless. It's all about you know what I'm saying the money you got or who you know. If you don't know people or you're not willing to you know I'm saying, do certain things for money Nobody likes you Nobody's wanting to talk with you Nobody want to do anything with you
2: Wow! Uh, welcome back. Triple eight three six seven five three two nine eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. In addition to the testimonies of men and women that are involved in the Bay Area Rescue Mission program, the recovery program, we're also hearing stories of men and women on the streets um, who talk about the reality of what they're facing. You just heard Sheila. She spoke of getting on a bus to ride all night long because it was the only place where she could get warm. She thought she was safe. She ended up being the victim of a brutal knife attack, stabbed eight times, and almost lost her life. By the grace of God, she survived and when she was released from the hospital, came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission because it was the only place where she could find shelter that would be safe. The doors are open because of partnership with churches in the Bay Area and individuals like you and me. I want to make it clear, there's not big foundational money coming from Washington, D.C. The governor doesn't say, let me write a big check to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. No, it's all donations from folks just like you and me. So if you think your 5 or $10 doesn't make a difference, let me tell you, it makes a huge difference. And tonight... In the next 45 minutes, we've got this grant challenge, which means every dollar we can raise in the next 45 minutes will be doubled. We want to reset the clock and adopt another 80 families this half hour, essentially with the matching grant challenge. That means if 20 listeners right now. We'll give a gift of one hundred dollars each, or if forty listeners will give fifty, or if eighty of you will give twenty five bucks, we can make sure that eighty more families receive boxes of hope this Thanksgiving. But frankly, it's a partnership, as Bram Begonia mentioned earlier, and we can't do it without your support. Folks will come and Volunteer to prepare the boxes of hope for distribution, but they can't put turkeys in boxes if the Bay Area Rescue Mission doesn't have them. So we need to hear from you now. 888 That's 888-367-5329. Do you know off the top of your head, Bram, we talk about all of the boxes and on average Bay Area Rescue Mission during the year, I understand, or during the Thanksgiving season, rather, will give away 700, 800 food boxes. But then you have hundreds of people coming every single day receiving meals during Thanksgiving week. Any idea when we Talk about just the totality of the meals that will be prepared or provided during Thanksgiving. What what does that number look like?
3: It's at least 4,000 a day in person. Whoa. Right? And it's hundreds of of meals that are given out and hundreds of boxes. As you asked that question, I was looking at our uh, giveaway schedule for Tuesday, November 21st. It starts at 9 a.m. and it ends at um, 11 a.m. So we're giving out hundreds of boxes. People are registering online at org. And uh, we're serving people who have registered. Like, I need help. I'm going to come. And they know that they can come on that time. They have a time slot. They'll pick up their box of hope. And we also, as I said before, serve many other ministries and nonprofits who need assistance because they're taking care of people as well. And at the end of it, I see this thing says shut-in delivery.
2: Right. So if you can't come there, you'll deliver. So we're also
3: delivering, making sure that we have boxes of hope and that we're delivering it to those that cannot pick up and people cannot or don't have family. And we're going to deliver it to those people. So there's so many things that are taking place. And again, we can't do it by ourselves. We only have 50 team members. We have hundreds of volunteers. We have an army of volunteers uh, over 500 per week now. Uh, That's our peak times. Right. About 500 volunteers per week who help us make all of this take
2: place. You've been involved in the ministry nonprofit sector for many, many years, and you've been serving as leadership leader of the Bay Area Rescue Mission for the past three years. Um, As we look at what's happened from COVID to where we are today, um, and we speak of not only the exponential growth in the numbers of homeless on the streets, hurting families that because of what's happening with the cost of housing and inflation are really struggling to put food on the table and keep a roof over their head but in terms of the kind of challenges that nonprofit organizations like the bay area rescue mission are facing you have a spike in need and then some folks say you know i'm kind of having a tough year here myself so i got to cut back on my giving that really must put an enormous squeeze of pressure on the bay area rescue mission
3: yeah it's there's no way to sugarcoat that craig we are it's been a very challenging year we are blessed because we have not had to Lay off any team member, right? And several rescue missions across the country are really struggling. Have had to make cuts, so we have not had to do that. And uh, the need continues to grow. So we're blessed because it's a great problem to have when people keep coming to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. We're stretched because we have donors who love us, who continue to give, but have let us know because they're they're loyal givers and they love the work that we do. We're going to have to put a pause on our giving. Right, we're going to give you eleven months instead of twelve this year, or we're going to have to decrease our giving. Instead of fifty dollars a month, we're going to go to forty. Right, but at least we know, right, and we can we can adjust the best that we can.
2: But but there's a challenge here too that, that you've not mentioned. And maybe I'm, I'm jumping the gun here, but I want to make sure because listeners need to understand this component. With great enthusiasm and 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 a tremendous sense of accomplishment, in May of last year, you opened the new. Women and Children's Center. That's correct. That's good news. You shared with us last night you're practically at capacity. That's challenging news because what people forget about is during the whole Bridge of Hope building project funds, money's coming in, companies are donating, individuals are donating, the money is being set aside to engage in the construction project. Once all the monies are raised, the building is built, that money is spent now you open your doors, women and children start coming in, well now there's electric lights, there's meals that have to be prepared, More clothing that has to be provided, staffing that needs to be hired, so you take on additional capacity, but there's also additional burden on the organization, because all of that has to be up and functioning, and there's a day-to-day expense to that, that prior to May of 22 was not there.
3: That's right, and we... You know, Craig, we are so transparent with our finances. Uh, When I got here in 2021, we were a, uh, I believe we were a two-star charity, and we had a Charity Navigator score in the 80s. As of this month, we're a four-star charity, and we're rated on Charity Navigator at a 99. Wow. Which is... I'm gonna say perfect. A <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: hundred is perfect. Pretty close. Right.
3: So we're, four, we're a four-star charity, and we're at a ninety-nine. What does that mean? That, we don't make that score. It's an a, a independent party, th- independent that,
2: third party yep.
3: that that says you guys are doing it right. We can see all your finances. You're doing what you say you're doing with the money, and you're serving the people that you're serve, that you say that you're serving, right? And so it's a challenge because, again, we are trying to make the dollars stretch as far as they can go. We're serving more people than ever, but we have limited staff. And so we're not the only nonprofits that, that's facing this. It's, it's being faced everywhere.
2: And I want to say this to listeners. If you've listened to this program for many length of time and you've come to, uh, I hope, trust what I share and and the challenges that we put before you and, and you see them as opportunities, uh, I will tell you that one of the reasons why I'm passionate about this ministry is not only because it's ministering here at home in our own backyard. This is where I grew up, Right. But because of this incredible degree of accountability and credibility that an organization like the Bay Area Rescue Mission has. You know, you might support an organization. You've never seen their offices. You don't know if the president is being chauffeured in a stretch limousine to work every day and has an ante room to the secretary's office before you get into the vestibule that leads into the president's office. Uh, Bram, I've been in your office many, many times. (laughs) You didn't see any of that? <laughs> I looked for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing only because when you give, the money goes to people. It doesn't go, there's if you go to Bay Area Rescue Mission and go on Google Maps and you're looking for a 50-story building, I hate to disappoint you, not there. Craig, in my, in my first year, when I went to my office,
3: the first winter that we had, I asked the staff if they could turn up the heater. We don't have one. <laughs> okay. So I'm like what do you mean we don't have one? And then our facility guy comes and brings in little space here yep. and goes, This is what we have. Yep. You know, so I you know, I was the new guy. Right? And, and just turn up the heat guys,
2: just just turn it up. Because the resources and this is the point I want to make the listeners, because the resources are going to people and programs not building monuments, paying exorbitant salaries or creating skyscrapers. So if you say, I want to be a good steward of that which God has given me, I don't have that much left over at the end of the month myself. I feel a sense of obligation to be a good steward, to be held accountable, because I recognize everything that I have is only on loan from the Heavenly Father, right? This is a ministry where you can do that with the greatest degree of confidence. And you say, Craig, I want to go down and check it out for myself. Anybody listening right now that says, you know, I want to really see what they do. Okay, I'll pick up the phone, Craig. I'll call triple eight three six seven five three two nine. And on your word, I'm going to give him 500 bucks right now, or $1,000 right now. But now I want to go and see for myself. Can I make an appointment, be taken on tour? I want to go through every nook and cranny in the place. I want to actually see whether or not there are gold faucets in Bram Begonia's executive washroom. By the way, he has none. <laughs> you can do that. Anybody listening can take a tour, can't they?
3: We are, we are batting a $1,000. In, in, in baseball terms, and World Series terms, I've never given a tour— and somebody go, Oh, well, that was awful. Yeah. They are an awful organization. We are batting a 1,000. People go, Oh my goodness, I wish I'd come sooner. I didn't know where you were located. I didn't know what community. I didn't know how many people you were serving. I did not know there'd be a line around, you know, 123 McDonald's for people, you know, getting uh, goods and services uh, at our food pantry and warehouse. Uh, we are batting a 1,000, interacting with our staff who have lived experience, who have graduated from our program. And just seeing the men and women who are going to class, seeing the children in our programs, right, Uh, just all the things that are taking place, we're batting a thousand. If you want to see... What the Lord is doing and how He
2: transforms lives from the inside out, and just come to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And this is the real deal right here at home. So, with that endorsement from Craig Roberts, would you go to the phone right now and dial 888 We have 33 minutes to go in tonight's broadcast, and we really want to take advantage, full advantage of that grant challenge. Now, a group of benefactors have come together and said, Bram, Craig, anything you guys raised tonight on the radio, we're going a double dollar for dollars. You raise 50 bucks, we'll give you 50 bucks. Raise 5,000, we'll give you 5,000. So you imagine if you were in church on Sunday and you were about to, you know, write out your gift check when the pastor called for the offering and the fellow in the pew uh, sitting next to you leaned over and said, "Hapes, Craig, how much are you going to give?" He said, what? What do you mean how much am I going to give? I can't tell you that." Well, no, no. I want to know because whatever you give, I'm going to give the equal amount in your name. Wow. Wouldn't you think about that and say, "Okay, I'm going to figure out a way to write as large a check as I possibly can, because this is going to be able to stretch God's dollar so much further, do so much more, reach so many more people. That's the opportunity in front of you tonight, making sure that somebody like Sheila has got a safe place to stay and that all of these men and women and children have meals at Thanksgiving that they can really have something to be grateful for. Triple eight three six seven five three two nine. This is your chance to give. Remember, $50 will adopt two needy families and provide parents and kids a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner. On average, they get about 25 meals out of a box of hope. right now with the matching grant will adopt four needy families providing all told about 100 meals and $150 gift tonight will not only provide meals for four needy families, but feed an additional 50 homeless men, women and children coming to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. 4,000 meals served every day. Imagine that. 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. Triple eight three six seven five three two nine eight 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 three six seven five three two nine. James has joined us in studio. James, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank tell you us, for having uh, me. Tell us a little bit, James, about what was going on in your life when you, when you first came to the Bay Area Rescue Mission. Hmm, honestly, I only came to get out of a parole warrant. <laughs> <laughs> but,
7: but I'm glad I stayed. Well, the first time, this is my second time. The first time, I ended up uh, just getting out of that warrant that warrant, and going back to the streets. And this time, I always kept in contact with uh, Chaplain Davis. So I used to always call him periodically because I always knew what an awesome program it was. So it would always be in the back of my mind over the years to, if I want to get my life back together, go to the mission. So, I used to periodically call and then tell him I need to park my car. So, he'd say, Yeah, come on down. I got a bed for you. And I never went. Mm. But I tell you, this time, I actually came because I wanted to. All the other time, the other times, it was always a reason. Okay, the reason is now for me. Yeah. That's why I feel, you know, first of all, let me give thanks to my Most High because He never left me like you don't leave nobody else right so when i was uh, when i came back this time i was i was more poised i knew it was it was a reason and i was just taking my time and i'm so glad i did because this time i get it i really get it and the program is just so awesome that it was just, if you if you're serious and you really want to get your life together this is the place
2: you know i, I appreciate your, your your candor your your honesty, James. Uh, it's a real man that's willing to say, hey, you know what? I, yeah, I took advantage before. Right, and I messed up. But now I'm looking <laughs> at this saying, you know, it's time to work on me. There's so many people out in the world today that don't recognize they need work. Right. They just, they're just they just neither not man enough or woman enough to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I got some issues. I got some things that I need to, to deal with and address. And it's a real man that's, that's able to not only confront that, admit that, go to work on that but then get out on the radio and go tell other people yeah I got some stuff I need to work on I mean that's what a real man does mm-hmm. and, and, you. and you should be proud of yourself for, for being willing to be upfront about that and to kind of you know take t- take the take the bull by the horns as they say and begin working on life mm-hmm yeah you know, like I said it wasn't me
7: it was the team the team that they put together that makes you feel at home once you get there and I heard you guys speaking about the um, the awesome things about passing the food and stuff out. I actually just graduated. You know I just ah. got my certificate ah, right. Ah, congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm able to see the transformations that, that goes on. So I want to be a part of those transformations also. Like the things that I used to do, I can't believe it was just so embarrassing that I used to do it. Mm. Cause now you know, guys, over my eyes, and you know we learn so much about our Lord and Savior every day. It's just awesome. The programs. I just wish I would have took it seriously the first time.
2: But you have now. Yeah, and that's what counts. Absolutely. And you got the rest of your life ahead of you. Yes, sir. What's What's your vision for the future? Where do you see James headed? Oh, uh,
7: I think I might do an internship. Cool. At the mission, I'm not going to just, I mean, I can give you, I I have a landscaping business. Mm. So uh, my brother have a construction business. I was supposed to go back to that. But at the same time, like I said, I'm taking it day by day. And I don't want to make the wrong choice. So I think I might just stay at the mission. I graduate in a couple more months. But, you know, they give you an option. You can go back. But you can also stay and do a regist- uh What did you say, a regist- residency? residency? Residency. Okay. Residency, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I'm I'm looking forward to that.
2: This will be a chance for you to kind of give back in a sense, and and to be Absolutely. an example to other guys coming in that need somebody that can mentor and and set the tone and set the way. And I and I I love the example that's being set to be able to say, Hey, I I used to mess up. Hey, you think you think. You're all, let me tell you mm. about me. And mm. then being able to lay forward that example of the power of a changed life and what the gospel can do when it gets in and works on a man's heart. Uh, Brian, was just phenomenal. No, first of all, Isaiah 53, 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We,
3: we say we serve the lost. We're all lost. We've all, we have all been lost. Fall short of the glory of God. And when I hear somebody like James, you can't see James. The listeners can't see James. James is a guy you want to hang out with, right? He... he he has this presence. I see him at the rescue mission. Other guys are gravitating toward him. You know, when he graduates, he can be, again, one of those people in, in the alumni program who will help be the big brother mm-hmm. to somebody else coming through it. And, and Craig, when I hear him say, I could go back to do landscaping. I could do this and that, but I want to do it right this time. I learned so much from Pastor David. And Pastor David tells me, Bram, it's those guys who are concerned mm. and even though they're going to graduate are taking the time to look at it and go, let me see if I guess mm. we get a sense that those guys are going to have a better chance of success. Yeah. The guys are like, this program was two months too long. I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> you <laughs> know, <laughs> I got everything I need and I'm, I'm right. Mm-hmm. We, we might see them again.
2: Yeah, that's right. Right. So
3: it really takes that humility. It really takes self-awareness, uh, really the self-awareness. Yeah. Right. And like you you can't, you, you can't hide. This is your life. I mean, it's not my life. It's your life you're working with, and the Lord has a plan for you. And but you have to take it seriously. And so, if you're just going to play the program game, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help us. Right? Our success as the Bay Area Res- Rescue Mission
2: rises and falls with the success of the people that come from our programs. And you know what? You, you, you can fool a lot of people. You can even fool yourself. That's right. But you can't fool God. And when you get into those quiet moments with just you and God, um, and there's no showmanship, there's no putting on the dog, none of it, um, and you're really honest with yourself, as James has been, you recognize your shortcomings and say, hey, I've got some work to do, but I'm going to work it. And in doing so, surrender more and more of your life day by day to Christ. Let him be the Lordship, the Lord of of your life. Um, And then you watch the miracles happen. James is a walking miracle. We heard from Sheila earlier. We met Jeff, so many others. And before the hour is out, we've got more guests that we're going to introduce to you. But right now is your chance to go to the phone and stand with the Bay Area Rescue Mission. We have just 24 minutes left to go in the broadcast. And in this half hour, we wanted to see if we couldn't adopt 80 needy families. That's 20 listeners, just to kind of break it down, 20 listeners giving a one-time gift of $100. With that grant challenge, which doubles your giving right now and until 7 o'clock, we get a chance to be able to adopt needy families, provide encouragement, hope, love, the good news of the gospel, and in some cases, an introduction to Christianity for people that are lost and just need somebody to point the way. Would you be willing to do that right now? $50 will again adopt two needy families and provide parents and kids a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner and up to 25 meals per family. If you can give a gift of a little larger amount today, say $150, that will not only provide meals for four needy families, but it will feed an additional 50 homeless men and women and children. Call right now with your gift, 888 That's 888 367 If you're near your computer and would like to give your gift online, you can do that safely and securely. Go to kfax.com and click on the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. That's kfax.com. Or right now, we've got volunteers like James standing by to take your pledge. You might even call up and get a chance to talk to Jordan Michaels. 888 I've got two phone lines open. Would you fill those phones up right now? Go to the phone. Don't delay. Do it right now. Let's make a difference. Let's be a part of this team. Be an answer to prayer to needy families. It just takes a little effort on your behalf and a lot of trusting in Christ. You do your part, and I guarantee you, he will do his part. 888 367 5329 We'll take a time out. This is your chance to go to the phone, make that pledge. When we come back, we'll head back over to the call center and get an update from Jordan Michaels. So, Jordan, no falling asleep back there. (laughs) 888-367-5329
8: mom kicked me out because she didn't care, she said, you're just trash, you're nothing to me. She sent me off to Job Corps, I finished Job Corps, which Job Corps helped me a little bit. And then I got, I tried to get up on my feet and all my jobs were just pushing me out because I was slow at learning. I survived with living with friends that half the time and I go to places that I give free food. It's very hard for us because we're young. We don't know what's out here. We, we struggle day to day thinking, where are we going to sleep next? Where are we going to eat? Who's going to help us? Hoping to get up on my feet.
2: And I'm hoping the answer to that young man's. Uh, question, who's going to answer, who's going to help us, is you. 888 As we head back over to the call center, Jordan Michaels working on uh, almost hour number 13 here, uh, Jordan, and uh, lots of coffee for, for, <laughs> for reinforcements. But, you know, listening to that young man, by the way, he's just 17 years uh. old and his mother kicked him out of the house because he's got a learning disability. He's a little Challenged from that standpoint. And she just didn't want to deal with him. You know, some parents just say, you know what? I can't handle it. Just, you know, you're old enough. Go out on your own. Mm. And he's got no one to turn to. Nobody help him. He's not a drug addict. He's not an irresponsible kid. He's just a kid that needs some help. Mm. And this is the reality that so many of the people that that we're ministering to tonight, providing meals to, providing shelter to, are just people dealing with stuff in life. Mm.
5: Yeah, life happens, you know, and we don't we can't we can't control much of it. Some of it we can, but some of it we really are victims of and that that kid was one of them. So it's a sad sad story and it hurts my heart to to hear things like that, but that's reality. And that's why we have places like the Bay Area Rescue Mission to pick up the lives that have been broken and hurt and bruised and damaged and bring them into the knowledge of Jesus Christ who loves them, who is always with them, to bring them hope in their lives. And it's just such a privilege to be here and really to hear those heart-wrenching stories because, uh, you know, we need to know. We need to know what is happening and we need to know that we have a responsibility to do what we can to help those that are needy and hurting. And, you know, we I just love our listeners. I, You know, you, you, you said, Jordan, don't fall asleep. Are you kidding me? How could I fall asleep in this room? (laughs) This room is just alive, and I just love it. I love being here, and I love being with my friends from the Bay Area Rescue Mission. And I want to give you some updates here. First of all, I'm going to give out the number. It is 888-367-5329. 888-367-5329. I want to thank Sherry of... Petaluma, $100. Thank you for that. And uh, let me see. We have Kista of Oakland, uh, $100. Thank you for that. Everything is doubled, so you know that. Uh, We have Martha of San Francisco, $500. Thank you, Martha. Yes. We have Robert of Oakland with $300. Thank you, Robert. We have... Uh, James of San Jose, $250. Thank you, James. We have an, an anonymous from South San Francisco for $100. And we have um, Alicia from Hayward, $25. Thank you, Alicia. We have Mrs. Foster of Oakland for $300. We have another anonymous gift from Castro Valley, $500. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our phones are a little... We have a couple that are not busy right now, so I'm going to give you the number again. It is
2: and of course, we've got just 13 minutes in the broadcast to go, so we want to take advantage of this grand challenge. It doubles everything you give tonight. So to kind of give you an example, and I want to mention, Understand. by the way, and, and uh, Jordan has mentioned this too, we, we give you a sense of what sort of the suggestion amounts are to just give you a starting point, but at the end of the day, it's really up to you and your obedience to what God puts on your heart and what your pocketbook can afford. So it could be $5, it could be 50 it could be 500 it could be 5000 but everything you give tonight not only will be fully tax deductible, on your income taxes, and and realize by the way, the the, uh, the deductibility levels are going to change next year as the uh, tax cuts from four years ago sunset. That means the ability to take advantage of tax write-offs were going to come from your deductions. So, the larger gift you give, the greater your tax tax deductibility is going to be. Every dollar you give tonight, double dollar for dollar, thanks to this grant challenge. So, $50 recommendation committed Contribution will adopt two needy families that provides parents and kids a complete traditional Thanksgiving dinner and about twenty five meals in that box. That's going to get them through several meals over the course of the week. Hundred dollars will adopt four needy families, and one hundred and fifty dollars tonight will not only provide meals for four needy families. Again, on average, it serves about a family of five meals for the almost the entire week. But that one hundred and fifty dollars, in addition to providing and adopting four needy families will also feed an additional 50 homeless men women and children you say boom 50 wow that's a lot imagine this the bay area rescue mission will serve 4,000 meals a day that's on top of the boxes of hope so let's hear from you right now 888 888 or online at kfax.com. Look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. Sarah joins us now in the studio. Sarah, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. You shared a little bit of a snippet, and I, I want to <laughs> tell something on Sarah, if I might. She came and said, well, I don't, I'm not really not sure I would have anything to say. And then she began sharing this amazing story, and finally I had to say, stop, stop, stop. I I'd want you to share all the good, now, the good stuff now. I want you to wait until we get on the radio. So, tell us Sarah, you had kind of alluded to the fact, just to kind of give a starting point here, that you had been in an abusive relationship. Yes, sir. And you finally got to the point where you said, you know what, for the sake of myself, my sanity, and the safety of my kids, i got to stop this.
8: Yeah, it wasn't so much in that relationship as an abusive relationship at that point, but the reason why... I had to give my kids to my parents was just because of not feeling safe after getting one text message saying that something bad is going to happen because we can't find your boyfriend. Mm. And Your
2: boyfriend was running with a rough
8: it crowd. Was, it, I mean, my story starts five years ago back when marijuana was coming into commercialism and it was a county that had decided to not make commercial growing legal. And he was counting and betting on that. And with all of the product that he had been vending for his friends that he was doing, he ended up selling so much product for a lot less. And, I mean, these people were all very nice. The only thing is that they all knew where we lived. And he was nowhere to be found. And without going too far into it, that just set me on a roller coaster of struggling with shelter, getting away from that whole scene of, you know, worried about dangerous people coming after me and moving into a old, broke-down hotel in the middle of somewhere where I'm not originally from in Central California. I grew up in the Bay Area, so after my kids got to my parents, I was evicted from my apartment. That relationship ended, and I just I feel like for the last five years I've been struggling to get back home to them ever since. So here I am near my hometown, willing to do anything I possibly can and praying to God on my knees every day that me and my family gets reunified, that our relationship gets repaired and the stability that the Barrier Rescue Mission has brought to me has been immense immense love i mean their motto is love without limits and right when i walked through the door after struggling on the streets and through people's garages and couch surfing i literally just i felt home
2: this gives you a chance to kind of breathe yeah not have the burden of worrying about am i safe are my kids safe All of that. And be able to get some time to work on you. Yeah. Um, One of the big things that you shared uh, in terms of uh, the way in which you have been working on yourself and, and building toward getting back on your feet, care for your kids... And also develop a, a career that will be able to provide for your family. Uh, you're getting ready to go into the United States Navy.
8: That's the plan, Stan. <laughs> no joke. I plan to start process as soon as I graduate next June. Um, hopefully be able to enlist into officer candidacy school since I've wow. gotten a bachelor from a San Francisco State. I graduated in 07, was a teacher for a while. And yeah, just became a mother and... Like I said, you know, here I am, here I am and yes, stability and a career and still being able to look forward to trying to make um, my pride fall away from me and but still let my parents feel proud of me once again, Let my family feel proud of me once again, accept me for who I truly always have been. I never left. It's just I kind of, The way COVID changed a lot of things for me and my family, the way that we all interact, like, I mean, minus not having a vehicle. I mean, it just is crazy when you're out on the streets. It seems like everybody just sees kindness as a weakness and, like, wants to take... Anything that you have of value and take it from you, so that you can be as miserable as them, it feels like. And I mean, I'm talking vehicles have been stolen from me. The motorcycle that I had for a very short time was taken. I, you know, I, maybe for the best thing, but at the same time, God is healing me in this barrier rescue mission, feeling the structure again and. Just reaching out as often as I can to my family and having the family and friends that I've been able to make here at the Barrier Rescue Mission where it doesn't feel like I have to look over my shoulder or worry about things being misplaced or, you know, I have I have a lot of future to look forward to, that's for sure. But
2: And just having, Sarah, that sense of stability. And security, as you say, you don't have to feel like you have got to look over your shoulder every minute that somebody is out to either take advantage of you or take from you or do more damage or make you miserable because they're miserable. And these are the challenges, Bram, that so many... Not only women like Sarah, but but so many individuals, men, women, and, and the kids too, that, you know, they don't understand what's going on, but there's all these circumstances swirling about. You made a very tough decision. I would imagine mm-hmm. that there are mothers listening right now and said, I don't know if I could do that. I, I don't know if I could, you know, I love my parents, but turn my kids over to my parents because that's the best thing and the safest thing for them at the moment, given the circumstances. Um, that's not a sign of weakness in my mind. That, in fact, that's a sign of extreme dedication to your children's safety and well-being.
8: Thank you.
2: And talk about a mother's love. When a mother is, 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 is willing to allow her own heart to be broken, because you are able to recognize that's going to be the safest thing for those kids in the moment. Wow. Yes. Um, your kids may not understand it today because maybe they're a little too young. The <laughs> day is going to come. They're going to look back when they are able to fully comprehend all of the circumstances and you kind of tell the story, so to speak. They're going to look back and say, wow, we had a phenomenal mother.
8: I truly have faith that I will enlist into the Navy and that this is absolutely the avenue that's going to get me there being here getting strong with the relationship with God and having the sole direction of his structured boundaries for his loving guardrails I keep Mm -hmm. thinking that in my head just God please keep guiding me within your loving guardrails back home to my family back to my career
2: And he will. As you were faithful to him, he will continue to prove his faithfulness. in Bram, the United States Navy, and I say this as the proud grandson of two naval careermen, (laughs) uh, will be very fortunate to have Sarah.
0: Yeah.
3: And and Sarah, when I first met her, uh, she was already serving. She had her vocation. She was cleaning room, just smiling. And I got to uh, meet and hear about her story. She's already been, it's not just faith. She's been talking to the recruiters. She knows where she's headed. She's not just going into the Navy. She's going to the officer school. And, you know, she spent five years on the streets. Right, Craig? Mm -hmm. I spent one night in the shelter. And I was exhausted. (laughs) Right? And so she has all these experiences. Right? And and five years is an eternity. 60 months. But we have men and women and children who are out there for much longer. Yeah. Right? And we've got it has to start somewhere and it takes somebody like Sarah to say I, no more I'm, I'm going to try something different I'm going to surrender I'm going to try his way not my way mm-hmm. and that's really where it starts right Absolutely. when we turn over the decision making and we truly let you know Jesus be our Lord and Savior and you're the Lord of my life now you're going to take over now do with me what you want and I'm just going to obey and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow and so so many people when we talk to to, to James, right? It's like, when will you come? Because we can't force somebody like Sarah to come to, to the Bay Area Rescue Mission and to come into our program. We have a lot of people who come to our shelter day in and day out, seven p.m. to seven a.m., but they're not coming in the program. They just want the hot meal, the great shower, and the food, and and you know, a safe place to stay for the night. And so, really, the next step is saying, I don't want to keep doing this. But what can I do? Come into the program, give
2: yourself a shot for your future. And whether you're an individual, uh, in terms of the the, the the demographic of those that are ministered to, that comes in because they've had a, a difficult life experience, they've lost a job, we heard from a man tonight, his wife passed away from terminal illness, his world fell apart. And the minute his wife passed away, the day after she died, the landlord said, okay, well, you know, uh, you don't need a big house for just yourself, so here's the eviction notice. And he just completely, just completely collapsed. I mean, from a story like that, to women like Sarah that make a sacrifice to protect their kids, to do the right thing, uh, to men who are coming to the realization, hey, you know what, I've tried my way. This has been a disaster. Let me try God's way. Even including those families that might say, you know, we're just struggling right now. My wife lost her job. We were doing okay before, but suddenly now we can't. We've got more months than we've got money. We are struggling to pay the rent. And we don't know how to be able to provide on a consistent basis quality food. Should in a place like America, there be families that are hungry? When We talk about making America great again. You know where it starts? It starts with you and me. It's not a political slogan. And if we're going to make America great again, we're only going to be successful when we make America godly again. That's the foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference that the Bay Area Rescue Mission is making in partnership with people just like you. So as we wrap up the program here at 7 o'clock, um, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners that have called and given. And we're going to be doing reports here. we got a couple of weeks to go before Thanksgiving. And as the need and the excitement continues to grow, we're going to be checking back in with Bram. He's not going to have a life at 5 o'clock. But <laughs> well, we'll be checking back in with Bram to get reports uh, directly from the Bay Area Rescue Mission, the volunteer will be gathering to be in assembling the food boxes, and we want to bring that all to you because you are a part of the answer. You are a part of the blessing. You are a part of the solution to what so many of these people are facing, and your partnership provides the resources and, quite frankly, the prayers that will make a difference. It is demonstrating Christ's love without limits and that work toward changing lives one individual at a time for a brighter tomorrow. As we wrap up the program, if you haven't had a chance to call or give, you can do so online. Go to KFAX.com and look for the Bay Area Rescue Mission banner at the top of our homepage. That's at KFAX.com or one more second, before we send the team home, you can call 888 Sarah, thank you so much for sharing your story. Bram, what a blessing this has been and we look forward to hearing more good, exciting stories about what God is doing in and through the Bay Area Rescue Mission.
3: Craig, first of all, we are so thankful to all the listeners tonight and last night who have supported us. We are so thankful. We could not do the work that the Lord has for us. We could not do what we do best without their support.
2: So we want to thank you, all the listeners, and for all the supporters of the Bay Area Rescue Mission. You guys keep up the good work. And uh, meanwhile, thank you for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow night for the Thursday edition of Lifeline, if you're not careful. So join us then on behalf of our producer, Wanda Sanchez, my engineer, Mr. Miles Gazman, I'm Craig Roberts, reminding you as we do each and every evening at this time, don't just keep the faith. Get on out there and share it. Till next time, so long